0: We are just days away from Super Bowl 58. Cyrus Wittig with you on ESPN West Palm tonight. Anxiously awaiting the start of Super Bowl 58. The Niners taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. And of course, talking NFL, got to bring our ESPN front office insider into the fold, Mike Tannenbaum, former GM of the Jets and the Dolphins. Mike T, before we get into some Super Bowl talk, the coaching carousel in the NFL uh, slowed down, I should say, came to a stop in terms of head coaches. All eight teams looking for a head coach now have them and in, in place with Dan Quinn being the last hire by the commanders. And look, I, I know that your favorite hire of the, the coaching cycle was, was Jim Harbaugh, no surprise there. Outside of Harbaugh to the Los Angeles Chargers, Which team do you think made the best head coaching hire?
1: You know, big fan of Dan Quinn, natural leader. You can help yourself hurt your opponent in the division. So I would put that one up there as well. And I think what's really interesting is, you know, the impact that Jim Harbaugh will have on Justin Herbert. I think they're going to run the ball a lot more. And I think they're going to keep him healthier, which is something he hasn't been the last couple of years.
0: Any coaching staff, football included, goes far beyond just the head coach. Was there a particular offensive or defensive coordinator hire that you really liked?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I I like Chicago with uh, Shane Waldron. You know, you look at the work he did with Geno Smith, and I think presumptively it'll be Caleb Williams. I think that that move makes a ton of sense. So I would say it was uh, the Bears hire.
0: Can't talk about this cycle of NFL head coach hires without talking about Bill Belichick and the fact that he was passed over by eight different NFL franchises. Mike T, simply put, why do you think Bill Belichick was, again, passed over by a quarter of the teams in the NFL?
1: I really don't know. If it was up to me, he'd be a head coach. <laughs> um, I'll tell you an interesting story. When I was at the Jets, Parcells of Belichick came and It was really, really interesting because Bill Parcells left in 2000. I left the organization in 2012, and a lot of the things that Coach Parcells established when he got there in 1997, 16 years later, now, of course, things evolve and change a little Mm -hmm. bit, but fundamentally, our player procurement process was fundamentally the same. And The reason I bring that up is if you and I were owning and operating an NFL franchise, You know, the word I would use, Cyrus, is wisdom. The amount of wisdom that someone like Bill Belichick can bring to the table is just impossible to quantify. Mm -hmm. And I'm just hard pressed to understand how an organization thinks that having a guy that's coached for 49 years, been to nine Super Bowls, and won six of them, couldn't, you know, be accretive to the enterprise.
0: Here with our ESPN front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum, talking about the NFL coaching carousel. Of course, before we get into some Super Bowl predictions, talking right now about Bill Belichick and the fact that he was looked over, uh, passed over by eight NFL teams looking for a head coach. Mike T, hypothetically, let's say Bill Belichick goes to the broadcast booth where he's rumored to be heading. Do you think he's going to find that surprisingly comfortable and, and maybe stay there? Do you think that we've seen the last of Bill Belichick on an NFL sideline, of course, as a head coach?
1: I think he was put on this plan to be a coach, not a broadcaster. <laughs> I think that's what we'll see is ultimately him being a, a coach again.
0: Mike T, you talk about all that wisdom Bill Belichick has procured over the last 50 years in the NFL. Even if he's not a head coach and if he doesn't take to broadcasting, doesn't like it, do you think there's a possibility he w- he will take a maybe closer to a front office role? with an NFL franchise, maybe you know, not talking about specifically a GM, but possibly an advisor or something similar to that.
1: I don't know. I know he has a lot of gifts, you know, for the game of football that he can bring to the table. So if someone's going to be- benefit from it, Cyrus and some you know, the question is who and what.
0: Turning our attention to Super Bowl 58 here with Mike Tannenbaum, our ESPN front office insider, Mike T, we've got a rematch of Super Bowl 54, Niners, Chiefs, 17 players returning from that game, 9 for San Francisco, 8 for Kansas City. Mike T, what is the Chiefs' biggest advantage in Super Bowl 58?
1: Everywhere except running back and receiver. I'm not sure why they're not favored. They're the better defense, better quarterback, better head coach. I think their offensive line is playing better. Colton McKivitt has given up 13 sacks you know, I think there's advantages all over the place for the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Mike T, you mentioned that the Chiefs don't have the advantage at running back or wide receiver. Certainly agree with that, especially when you when you throw Kittle in there as part of the receiving core. And it sounds like you disagree with the fact that the Niners are favored, but can you speculate as to why you think they are? And, and again, just the advantages that, that the Niners have in Super Bowl 58.
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. They've been favored in every game this year. I think yeah. it's Kansas City Chiefs were the last team to go the whole year and be favored. So they're strong on both sides of the ball. Kansas City was 24th in yards per rush during the regular season. I think Kyle Shanahan will not abandon the run. I know he knows that his secondary is vulnerable. And the best way to, you know, limit that vulnerable secondary is to keep him on the sidelines. So I think they're going to try to run the ball.
0: Talking Super Bowl Fifty Eight with Mike Tannenbaum here, ESPN West Palm tonight. Mike T, back to the Chiefs. Who is a player that is not a household name? Not a Mahomes, not not Kelsey, not Chris Jones. Who you think could make a huge impact in Super Bowl Fifty
1: Eight? You know, Trent McDuffie. You know, if you go back to that Dolphin game overseas in Germany, he he made the play of the game. You know that strip. Fumble that was returned for a touchdown. He's a really, really good tackler. It'll be interesting to see, you know, do they try to match him up on, on you know, Debo or you know how, how they move the chess pieces around. And then you know, for San Francisco, it's probably going to be like, you know, this isn't going to be headline grabbing, but you know, is Kyle Juszczyk going to be yeah. used a lot more in pass protection to help McVititz out? Um, because you know, Spags Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator of uh, the Chiefs, they're going to overload blitzes, you know, to purdy's right and that's been a big problem all year long for the 49ers so it's that that chess match to me is really really interesting
0: mike t i have a feeling i know who you're going to go with but give us your super bowl prediction give us the score and give us your super bowl mvp
1: yeah 31 21 kansas city mvp is gonna be george Karlaftis, the defensive end of the chiefs who will have two sacks and a strip uh, fumble and um Should be a great game. Looking forward to it.
0: Well, as a Chiefs fan, I can certainly get behind that. The Greek freak football edition, or as they like to call him, furious George, having a big game. Mike T, as always, appreciate the time. Enjoy the Super Bowl, and we will talk again next week.
1: Okay, thanks so much.